Hey party people, before we dive into this week's episode, which is Dungeon Crawl Classics live from Tattooed Moms as part of the Everything is Awesome Podiversary show a few weeks back, I have a brief announcement. Next Monday, February 20th, 2017, Bridge Set Sound, 8.30pm, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the podcast of podcasts, the showcase of the podcast immortals is returning. That's right, it is time for Party Mania 2. That's right, the Party of One WrestleMania Spectacular is back, and this year, we're doing it live, with an audience. Hopefully with an audience. It's gonna be great. Noah Houlihan is coming back to play Slimy McKeelberg and face a mystery opponent of my choosing in a game of Jim McClure's Reflections. It is gonna be so much fun. The WrestleMania Spectacular from 2016 is one of my favorite episodes of the year, and I really think this is gonna be even better. So if you're in the Tri-State area, you should really come out. It's gonna be a blast. More information on that can be found in the show notes. And with all that said, let's go ahead and get started with the show. Take it, Mega Rain. Here we go. Hey, party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, this time coming to you live from Tattooed Moms in Philadelphia, my favorite bar in the city. Uh, I lost words for a second. Party of One is the RPG podcast built for two. Uh, This week we are playing Dungeon Crawl Classics. My guest this week is Kevin Gallagher. Kevin, welcome thank you for coming on Party of One once again. Yes, thank you. It's weird. Like I feel like I should have my uh, sonic screwdriver. Um, I have one in my bag, but it's all the way over there, so I'm not going to bother. Yeah, so before we get started, I did want to briefly thank all of our sponsors. This This is one of our lovely live shows. Uh, thank you to Bridge Set Sound for making us sound great. Thank you to Wildfire Radio for streaming the show. Thank you for Zencaster for recording all of my backups. Uh, thank you for Fireball Printing. Thank you to Tellist. The world is in your hands. Thank you for Spare Minute. They are offering an open bar if you get your wrist stamped. I believe there's still money on the card. I'm pretty sure there is. All right, great. Thank you to Tattooed Moms for hosting the event. And thank you to Fuck Cancer for being angry at cancer. And for raising money, <laughs> this is a fundraiser. Um, yeah, so we're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics. Yeah, this is interesting because uh, I've, I've listened to this, I think, twice on your show now. Uh, I think so. I think once or twice. I yeah. forget how much often we've played it, but it's, and, uh, it's one of my favorite games. It is interesting. It is a fun game to play. So, uh, without any further ado, let's dive in. Okay, let's do it. For generations, the Van Helsing family has defeated Dracula with their signature chain whip and platforming abilities. The Van Helsing family, their public domain, I, I checked... Legally distinct from any other entity. (laughs) We're all clear? (laughs) Public domain. (laughs) However, Simon Van Helsing... Good, yeah. (laughs) ...is dead. He has fallen to Dracula, and it has fallen to you, the people of Markova, to rise up and defeat the Vampire Lord once and for all. The only problem is that you are not heroes. (laughs) You are ordinary people. Okay. Can you, as a group of about, I believe, 40 or so ordinary people, push your way through and kill a vampire? No. We'll find out. Chances are no. So, without any further ado, let's meet the first four people to make the doomed trek into Castle Dracula. Okay, we have Jordan, who is just uh, an ordinary citizen who sits there and uh, helps people with their problems kind of like a psychologist right, or sure. whatever uh, is the equivalent in this time. Miles, he is a uh, gardener. 
Okay, cool. He's a gardener. Uh, Logan, he is kind of a um, he's a uh, crazy. He's sure. he's off the wall. Uh, Stacy is a a uh, house mom. Okay, great. So, Castle Dracula sits on the top of a hill, but uh, behind it, to the northeast, there is a massive clock tower. Castle Dracula, public domain. Um, there are three ways to enter into Castle Dracula. You have to make a choice, first and foremost. You can take the direct route, which will put you right into the castle, but you'll have to cross over the bridge and go, th- go straight through the courtyard. They'll probably see you coming. You can try to cross through the moat. There's a collapsed area of the fence that you can pass through, but it'll mean crossing over the moat. Or you can take the woods to the north. Rumor has it that there are, there's a tunnel underneath that leads directly into the castle. Well, that one's clearly going to be ridden with traps. <laughs> These four individuals are going to take the direct approach. Okay, fabulous. So you cross over the bridge yes. into Castle Dracula. The fence is old, or the gate, the portcullis is old and rusted. You push your way through it. It falls over with a massive clang, and immediately you feel the eyes of an arcane entity are upon you. You know that it is only a matter of time, about 40 minutes or so, until Dracula descends upon you, no matter where you find yourself. Okay. You walk into the courtyard, and it is massive and spacious. There is a pale, gaunt-looking man with a, like, long, sort of unkempt gray hair is tending to flowers with a large pair of hedge clippers. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Stacy, the house mom, uh, walks up to him and says, How do you do, sir? He turns his head to you, and he keeps turning it and it eventually snaps and he keeps looking dead at you and he rushes <laughs> for Stacy. <laughs> Sorry, Stacy. Uh, pull out. Scissors. Oh, is oh. not going to feel good. Hold on. This. I don't have enough 20-sided dice in my hand for this. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's a one. That's not going to work. Does a 14 hit Stacy's armor class? Uh, yes. yes. Great. It does. Good, great. Stacy is going to take five, wait, two, three damage. And she collapses from a massive heart attack because great. of the head spinning. Great. Um, well, not necessarily. She died. She's dead. She de- yeah, she's dead. But is she really? Cause, uh, oh, God. You know how you know the you know the thing about ghouls is once they kill you you come back as a ghoul later on. So Stacy goes down and yes. now we roll our first initiative roll. Okay. Roll that 20-sided dice and just add I guess whatever the highest uh, dexterity value you have is. All right, so that's so it's not the minus 2. Oh wait, they have initiative scores. Oh okay, okay. So highest is zero, so we have a total of six. Great. I have rolled also a six. Uh, so the, so I believe I am going to go first. Okay. Screw you. That's okay. my show. Yeah, I mean, th- I got 39 more. Yeah. So um, he, the, the groundskeeper mauls uh, poor Stacy <laughs> and immediately rushes in on the other three. Okay. And is first off going to attack young Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. Got a 16. Does that hit? Oh, that hits. Great. Wow, yeah, that hits real (laughs) immediately. That hits a lot. That hits immediately. Take three damage. 
Still standing, Jordan can take a look at it. Uh, well, now I'm going to need him to make a saving throw, which is roll your 20-sided dice and add your, I believe, constitu- uh, willpower saving throw. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's a four. All right. Jordan is paralyzed for the next two hours, <laughs> and the groundskeeper spends the rest of his action just eating him alive. Okay. Jordan is no longer with us. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. You're you're got you're got her. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I guess uh, well, Miles. Uh, let's see what what can he do here for me? He can. Uh, he he's actually a, a wizard's apprentice as well. So I'm. I'm he can. Uh, do I have magic with this guy? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, he, you, well, could, you could at some point in the future, but not my yet. My guess is that Miles, uh, who is – what did I say he, he did earlier? Um, I do not remember. Yeah. I know well, he's a wizard's apprentice, and that's so, as so I So I didn't realize there was occupations oh, until gotcha. after I gave them occupations. So we'll say he's a wizard's apprentice. He's going to take his staff and wallop him over the head. Great. Roll me that attack roll. You'll add your strength modifier. All right, so that's a, a 16 plus 1, so 17. That is a successful hit. Roll oh, your yeah. damage. What's uh, what's my damage here? It says it on next to the staff. Okay, 1d4. That's a 2. Great. He's still standing. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, is it Logan's turn? Yes. What All is Logan right. doing? Logan, who is, uh, you know, actually a rope maker. Uh, he's a berserker madman in his spare time, but a rope maker. He is going to take the, the rope he has, lasso it, and throw it around his neck and pull real tight to try to choke him. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll make that. Make me a, a, we'll call that a dexterity roll, and I'll oppose it. Let's uh, see. That's a 18 and... That, that is actually a success. <laughs> okay, there we go. You have actually... So uh, what I'll do is... What's your weapon's damage? I'll just count it as that. 1d4. Great. Roll 1d4, and we'll just have him say that he can't move around past the rope. Four. So he actually, um, on his turn, on the caretaker's turn, he's going to roll to try to break the rope, but otherwise he's trapped, and you can just go past him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. In fact, he rolled a one. <laughs> So um, his head just comes off, and he sort of just flops over because I'm not sure what else to do there. Uh, Miles and Logan are trekking on. They're going to keep on going across uh, the bridge past this guy and head into the castle. Great. So, in fact, you have defeated your first encounter. I didn't expect that to happen, to be honest. They survived. Um, Yeah, so you have two options from here. Let me double check. Yes. You can push through. You see the double doors of Castle Dracula. They are big, looming, wooden, and red. Or you can sneak around the side. You see that, like, the garden area kind of extends around to, like, the west, northwest-ish. And sort of you might find something useful around that way. Or you can just push forward, go straight. Mm-hmm. Well, I think because Logan would take his time to say maybe we should sneak around. But Miles is so dumb that he is going to... Uh, just run ahead without even speaking to Logan, and Logan chases after him to try to stop him, but they keep on pushing forward. Okay. So, wait, I'm sorry, did you say you're going straight or around yeah, the guard? straight, straight. Okay, great. You push your way through, the doors creak. You, uh, you, you, you walk in, and it is like a large, spacious foyer, but it also looks musty and old, as though no one has actually been active in here in a very long time. There are a number of smaller bedrooms that you poke around that are empty. What else? Ah, yes. 
You walk around. It's em it seems empty. It seems dusty, moldy, like no one's been here in a long time. And yet, there is a sweet song singing in the air. It seems to be coming from one of the bedrooms. It is the sweetest music that you've ever heard. What do you do? Miles, there is, certainly. You can go ahead. You can, you can investigate that. You can push ahead. You see open double doors, which appear to lead into a large feast hall. Or there's a few other hallways you can poke through, poke around. Uh, well, Miles certainly hears that song, and he certainly follows it. Beautiful. And, and Logan it just drops his head and, and follows to make sure his friend doesn't die. Great. I am going to need a DC saving throw, a, will, a willpower saving throw from both of from both of you. All right. So that is for Miles a ten. Okay. And for Logan a eighteen. All right. Miles, you hear this music and you are compelled to move towards it. It is the most beautiful song you've ever heard, and you simply cannot picture a world in which you're not going towards this music. You walk into this room, and even though you see a massive, misshapen bird woman is perched on, on the head of the bed, you still feel like you have to just walk towards that bed. You are still just enchanted by this music. Uh, he, Miles Logan is walks into the room and sees a giant bird, sees a giant ass bird woman on the floor, on the head of the bed, and is not enchanted by the music. <laughs> so what do what do we do? Each of you do. Uh, so so Miles is clearly like he's just like like floating almost. Like it looks right. like he's floating towards the bed because he's so enchanted. Yeah. Logan is like. He looks around saying, what the fuck? And he's, like, reaching for Miles, trying to grab him by the waist and pull him back to save his friend. Make me a strength roll to try to pin Miles to the ground to keep him from being from going into the bed. That is an 18. That is a – what is Miles' strength score? Uh, a 13. That is a success. Okay. You have succeeded at, at holding him down. He's still trying. Yes. How long does this go? Doesn't say. Okay, yeah, you hold him, and eventually Miles snaps out of it. Miles realizes what's happening, but it's not before the skeleton. It's not before the zombies have entered the room from oh, behind no. you. <laughs> oh God! Roll my roll me initiative. Uh, I got a, I got a nat twenty right there. Beautiful. You are actually going first. Okay. There are three zombies standing sort of around, you, like on the other on one side of you, and there's a harpy standing in front of you. Okay, so. Three zombies and a harpy. Yes. Uh, the harpy is still beckoning you to lo to lay okay. in the bed. Uh, well, I think uh, Logan is going to go after uh, one of the zombies. Great. He's going to go right, aim for right the head. He's going to aim for the head with his knife. Okay. Uh, and that is a well, a seventeen. What am I adding to that? Uh, that is just not. You don't, you don't even need to add okay. anything. To that. Seventeen. That is, the odds of you not hitting there are okay. very low. Uh, 17, and he does one damage to the zombie. Great. Uh, Miles is still kind of entranced by, uh, enchanted by the, the harpy, but uh, he still is going to, he knows it's bad news. So he's going to use his dagger on the harpy. Great, cool. And that is a 12. A 12 hits? A tw okay. And he is going to take his dagger and aim right for the chest and gets a three. Great. Great. You, you dive at the harpy and try to stab her. She, fly, she flutters out of the way, but she's clearly off balance. She is no longer singing her song. So you are shaken free of any enchantment that might have that might have yeah. gripped you. However, the harpy is not happy. <laughs> oh, boy. 
The harpy is going to fly at you. It's going to fly at you. Nope. Harpy flies at you, hits a wall. Okay. <laughs> and starts just tearing up like the wallpaper of the wall and is just <laughs> screeching with a horrible, horrible bird like, hee! And he's Miles, just tearing things up. Miles looks at it. That's awful wallpaper anyway. Like She's <laughs> just doing the owner a, a favor. Love it. Um, meanwhile, the zombies are going to try to mob Logan. One of them gets a 12. This is a 12 hit. 12 hits. Great. That is 1d8. Three damage. He is dead. Logan Great. dies. Great. The zombies, the zombies overpower Miles. <laughs> or overpowered Logan yeah. and, and, and rip him limb from limb. <laughs> Miles, the zombies are distracted. The harpy is, is furious in a rage. Do you stay and fight or do you flee? Uh, Miles is looking around, just distraught over his friend being ripped apart. And uh, is I think he peed himself a little, to be That's honest. That's fair. That's fair. And, and he is going to find the first available exit and, and run away. Great. Excellent. Um, you, you get through safely. You run. You run. You run just through random hallways, and you find yourself at the cistern, like a well for the for the manor itself. It's where they draw their water from. It it smells beautiful in here. Like there's potpourri hanging in various little like pouches, that is in positively enchanting. In fact, heal one d six hit points. Oh, if he's taking any damage. Oh yeah, he's taking no damage. Okay, great. Make me an intel. Actually, no. You don't need to make me an intelligence roll. Because um, he's dumb as fuck. You, you, you feel empowered by this potpourri, and you realize this potpourri is magical. This must have been stolen from the village below. You have found a magical item, my friend. Oh, Miles is swimming in it. He is uh, his his. Uh, he, he's just thinking of his uh, boss. Yeah. And and he's oh man, he wouldn't believe that I fa- like me, Miles of all people. All people found this. So you have found you have found magical potpourri. It has three uses and can be used in one of two ways. It can heal one d six hit points, or burn an opponent for one d six damage. Oh, perfect! And you have three uses. Okay, cool, cool, There's cool. There's enough cool. potpourri for three little pouches for three little bursts. Okay, you have to perfect. decide when to use them wisely. Yeah, <laughs> so, as lonesome he has to. You have a few places you can go from here. Like I said, you can go into the. Feast hall. You see, the, you see the hallway to the feast hall. The doors are wide open. You can see uh, some service hallways, a few service hallways to the north, which are like lead, seem to lead to various like tool sheds and storerooms and things. I think I think we all know that Miles is starting to think about his hunger, and he's heading towards that feast hall. Great. Hoping to find some food. You walk into the feast hall. You walk out of the feast hall, it is lovely. There are silver plates and, and dining materials. Like, everything is very nice. It looks like a royal-type, like, setup. It is clearly intended for entertaining guests and drawing them into a false sense of security. You get that sense about a lot of the things here, is that it, it's, it's nice, but almost nice with an ill intent. So, like, the, the, the silver on the plates is gleaming and rich and, and beautiful. It is lovely. And there is a, a silver lamp on the center of the table that sits unlit. Otherwise, the room is empty. You may choose to go to, uh, you see a sliding wooden door that leads to, you can tell, leads to a pantry. You also see 
uh, you also see another set of hallways, like a second set of doors on the opposite end of the feast hall, which seem to go around into another section of bedrooms. Uh, well, Miles is going to take that lamp first and foremost. That's just too beautiful to not take. And then he's going to uh, go into the bedrooms. Your hands touch the lamp and it begins to glow and your fingertips begin to burn. And initially you drop it and you said, this is not good. This is a bad thing. And smoke begins to fill the room. Miles touches the it lamp swirls, again. It swirls and swirls and soon the smoke takes form. And it is a, you have unearthed a genie. <laughs> Uh, so it so stands below. It stands before you, and it says, "Are you allied with the master of this of this building, of this place?" Miles is going to take one second to think and say, "Yes." <laughs> not knowing, not knowing that he's he's a fool, basically. Yeah, he's dead now. No, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, he's dead now. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, Miles dead now. <laughs> um, hmm, what do I want to do here? Like, I'm trying to think how to reward that spectacularly wrong answer. <laughs> I, listen, I can't correct the intelligent check that's on Miles. Miles is, is a fool. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Yeah, I think that in that case, the, the, the genie just, like, races towards you, and the last thing we see is a close-up on Miles' face as he is oh, as, as smoke... As smoke and magic surround him, we cut to two days later as another group of adventurers, having heard no word from the first group, venture into Castle Dracula. All Introduce right. our next group of adventurers. Our please. next group of adventurers. We have a uh, dwarven miner, Brian. Uh, we have a another jester, Garrett. Seems fitting. Uh, a corn farmer, Mike, and, uh, and a woodcutter, Steve. They're all ready to uh, try right. to figure out what's going on here. There, I, I think... Uh, I think Steve is worried about his friend Miles. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, uh, you face the same decision as the as the four previous. Do you go straight? Do you take the? Do you try to cross the moat and go up through the the broken fence, or do you fall? Or do you do you sneak through the woods to the north? Yeah, Mike is able to convince everybody that they they should go around. They should sneak okay. around. All right. So you're going, you're going across the moat. I'm going to ask. For a a a, a strength-based swim check for everyone in the group, you only need to get a ten. All right, we got a uh, nineteen. For I mean, we can go with Brian. He, All right, he got a nineteen. Yeah, just go, just go for one, two, three, four. So Brian gets a nineteen. So Brian does well enough that he can probably carry someone else if they if they fail. Garrett gets an eighteen. Oh, oh, Mike gets a one. Okay, yeah. So Mike starts to drown, but but Brian is able to like pull him to safety. And Steve gets a twelve. Great. You everybody makes it more or less a little healthy. Across the Mike's, moat. Uh, Mike's choking a little bit on the water. Yeah, it was a rough trip, but you made it across the moat just fine. Uh, yeah, so you make it. Make me somebody make me a um a an intelligence roll. Use whichever whoever person has the highest intelligence as you are searching for something. All right, see Mike. Let's something. see. You got a thirteen, Mike. A thirteen. You spot. You have, you now have two choices. You you have spotted uh. Sort of along the riverbed, 
Wait, you say Mike got that? Yes. Perfect. Mike is Mike is drowning in the water, but he sees something along the coastline. He sees a small river cave that that opens up and goes underground. So do you keep going? Do you keep going up? Do you keep going up and do you cross over the the shattered wall into Guardian, or do you, do you take your chances with the underground tunnel? I think Mike's gonna take his his chances with the underground tunnel. All right. So you, your group goes into the underground tunnels. You walk for what feels like hours. Um, you're, you're sort of, you've, you've realized that these tunnels are long and twisting and maze-like. You're not quite sure where they begin or where they end. I'm going to need an intelligence check to see if you can find, find your path. Right. If you have any torches or similar equipment, if you're going to have any equipment that might help with that, I'll allow for a bonus. But you need to get a third, you need to get a 14 or suffer penalties. All right, well, I have uh, Brian and Mike both have a lantern. Great. Perfect. Then you can take a plus four to this. All right. In that case. So we got a 15. Uh, is there any other check that I'm doing? Um, 15 will do it. F okay, perfect. 15 will do it just fine. You light, your, you light your, tw your lanterns and you move silently through the tunnels. You walk for what feels like hours. And you find there are – you find a, an opening in the cavern – that and then the cavern itself like bends to the east back towards Castle Dracula. Okay. Uh, there is in this clearing. There's a bunch of tents and there's a campfire and you see, my God, those must be goblins. You've never seen goblins before, but those are definitely goblins. Like I don't know, doing camp stuff. Okay. Okay. So they speak goblin, obviously. So Mike, uh, being a, a person who has learned goblin. Uh, dealing with uh, corn uh, merchandising over over the years, he's dealt with many people. So he's going to have the other three stand back, and Mike's going to approach them uh, and, and say, uh, "Hello, fellow. Well, not fellow. Hello, goblins. I am here in peace." He's going to say that in goblinese. Hello, traveler. It's funny that we don't we don't see many humans. We see a fair amount of, well, we don't see many living humans. We see a bunch of the other kind, and we try to take care of them when we can. What brings you here? Well, we, uh, there's something going on with this castle here. Uh, we've Four of our friends left to investigate a few, a few days ago, and they have not come back. And uh, we're wondering what has, has happened to them and what's going on here. Oh yeah, they're probably dead. This, uh, like it's been two days, they're probably dead. Just point blank. I'm just gonna level, I'm leveling with you because I respect you. They're probably dead. Oh, well, well way to not, well, not. But if you're, it. but if you're going into the castle, yeah. um, you should know that we're a trading tribe, and we will happily take any treasures that you find in exchange for perhaps magical items and other goods that might help you in this journey. Be sure to find your way back here if you find any treasure. Oh, certainly. I have a few friends who are a little skittish to to come with me. May we uh, pass without any issue? Why, why do you think that that wouldn't be the case? Is it because of goblins? No, listen. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You know listen. what? Maybe you should just leave. I, can we go I said good day. Okay, bye. <laughs> uh, and he waves over the other three and, uh, and hopes, and so hopes you, to go past them. So you walk through. Yes. You come up. <laughs> you come up from the tunnels um, into an open mausoleum. And you step out, and this is the Castle Dracula graveyard. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you start to move through. The ground is soft and yielding. 
The ground is soft and yielding. Um, <laughs> don't mind my rolling this four-sided dice. <laughs> as though there are also four characters on your sheet. <laughs> Mike. Poor Mike. He's been having a rough day. Mike is the first one to feel something on his ankle. Oh, boy. He starts. He, st- he, he, he jumps, but he feels nothing. And he looks down, and there's nothing. Mike. <laughs> Later on, feels something on his ankle. Looks down. There is a bony skeletal hand trying to grab him and oh pull boy. him into the earth. earth. I'm going to need... Uh, I'm going to need rolls. I'm going to allow you to describe how you react, but there are not zombies, but undead hands coming from the ground to try to pull you up. Well, I, th- I honestly, I think at least Brian and Steve don't even notice. Great. Uh, they, they have no clue what's going on. Mike is obviously, you know, he's... He, what the... Mike is... I'll say Mike lets the others know. Mike says, there's a skeleton here. Garrett notices it right away and takes action with his uh, dart uh, that he has and instantly aims for the, the eye socket of okay. the skeleton. Make me an attack roll. DC 13 to scare them off as the others run. Let's see. Oh, he has an eight. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Then what I'll say, uh, he is going to take three damage. Okay, well, uh, Garrett is now gone. He's Great. <laughs> okay, yeah, then I know exactly how this goes. Everybody else needs to make dexterity checks as you run, as you run through. Mike, or Garrett, goes for his dart, and it's immediately like just swarmed by, by zombies, and they drag him into the earth. All right, well, Brian got a nine, and what's the... Because what's the, I don't see dexterity on here. Oh, um, agility, I'm sorry. Agility, okay. So, uh, well, uh, Brian got an eight. Okay. He's going to take one damage. All right. Well, he's, Brian's gone. Uh, Mike Great. got a 11. Great. And Steve got a 12. Great. Um, Steve Steve makes it through. <laughs> oh, boy. Brian, Garrett, and, and uh, Mike? Yep. He's alone now. They're all <laughs> alone now. You come up. Uh, you come up alone. Uh, you have a choice. You can go back. You can try to make your way back and recruit another four and bring the five of you in. Or you can press on by yourself. I, Steve is just you – know, I'm looking at his intelligence, and he's – He's going to push on. He's going to push on. He just he's – not, he's not concerned about his own safety as much as, like, he is, but he, he doesn't think that going back is going to save him. Fortune favors the bold. I dig yes, that. Yes, yes. Um, so he pushes on. You find yourself in a, a statue garden. There are these massive amber statues all around you. Make an agility check. <laughs> That's all not right. one. <laughs> Great. Great. So, in fact, you are so loud and clumsy that not only did you attract the attention of one of these statues, you don't notice it moving until... Uh, That's a d12. It's not even the right dice. That's more like it. Until I roll an 18. That's the right response is, oh, boy. boy. Steve, I'm sorry. This guy was named after you. (laughs) No, that's the right response is, oh, boy. Because he's going to take nine damage. Uh, He is reduced to ember. Just ashen boot. He's donezo. (laughs) Steve's donezo. So, like, 
what happens is it's almost like a scene out of Predator <laughs> where you're walking and we see like the, like the infrared vision for a minute and we keep cutting back and forth and you're just like, oh, this is fine. And then there's a lunge and you scream and there's nothing. Okay. Two days later. <laughs> so right. it's been four days now. And so we have four more. We have uh, Joe the Outlaw. Oh, that's uh, exciting. Nunu the Minstrel. Uh, Steve the Second, who has no relation to the original Steve. There's <laughs> a lot of. That's a common name. Yeah. Uh, he's just known as Steve the Second, is a dwarven stonesman. And uh, we'll, we'll, give this, uh, we'll give this person the name of Rihanna, uh, who is a, a noble. Right. Um, is is now ready to go on this quest. I just want it noted that I am shipping Joe and Rihanna. That's <laughs> a, there's an outlaw noble romance there that is all that yes. is extremely my jam. Um, okay, so do you take the woods, the moat, or straight ahead? Uh, they're going to take the woods. Okay, they're great. Take the woods and stuff. You go through the woods. Um, it's quiet. You go in the daytime. It's actually quite lovely. It is a lovely purity of wood. There is a scent of honey in the air as you walk. You keep pressing on. I well, they yeah, they keep pressing on. Though Joe and Rihanna stay a little a little ways back. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah they do. Um, you press on, and the smell of honey is almost overpowering. Now it is sickly sweet. It's almost it's too it's a little too sweet. Um, you you press on. Uh, somebody takes a moment to like to somebody like stumbles a little bit and puts their hand on a tree and it, it's sticky with sap. That's sap, right? Yeah, of course it's sap. You press on still. Somebody make me an intelligence roll. We, we all know that was Joe who, who touched that sap or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, so intelligent check. Uh, eight, I mean, I, I best, Rihanna or Steve the second but have a nine. Oh, I, I think, I think. <laughs> Rihanna is the first one who hears those bees. <laughs> oh, there are a whole lot of them, too. Oh, That's boy. exciting. I'm, I'm real excited about this. Um, oh, there's a lot more bees than I thought there were. <laughs> All right. Everybody's going to need to... All right. Everybody roll me initiative to see how, uh, how you get the opportunity to escape these bees. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> Joe's got a 15. Oh, well, that one on the floor. That's a nine. Who are you going to re-roll it? Re-roll uh, that. We'll say nine. Well, that, that's a nine for, for Nunu. Uh, that's a nine. Or no, an eight for Steve the second. And a 11 for Rihanna. All right. So there's four of you, so there's going to be three Bs each. Oh, boy. Uh, does a 13 hit Joe? Uh, yes, yes, it does. All right. Then he's going to take three. So one of the bees gets to Joe, stabs him, deals him two damage. Joe is down. He's the bees. The bees swarm. So the bees swarm. You may choose one other uh, one other party member to be spared as the bees swarm Joe, as he had his hand on the honey. Okay. Yeah. Well, he. I think as this happens, he pushes Rihanna out of no, the way. Oh, it's beautiful. He it's pushes beautiful Rihanna. Romance. Yeah. Yeah, he put. He knows that he's not gonna make it, but he pushes Rihanna out of the way so to save her life. So beautiful. I'm verklempt now. Um, so he. So yeah, Joe pushes Rihanna. Rihanna's safe. She gets. She makes it through the woods fine. The other two 
are attacked still. Um, okay, yeah. Does a 19 hit them? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Great. Great, great, great. Going to take one damage. Uh, well, uh, f- uh, for both or just one of them? Uh, just Nunu. Uh, Nunu, he's still up. He's still he's still standing. And does he 15 hit jo- Steve 2? Yes, yes. All right. Steve 2 is going to take three damage. He's still up, though. He's, All right. he's, he's, they he's hurting. Both, they both need to make me stamina. Stamina rolls. Uh, is that D20? Yeah, D20 plus your stamina score. All right, so Nunu has a... What's that? So, uh, Nunu has a 6, and Steve 2 has a uh, 17. Steve survives. Okay. Steve 2, Steve 2 survives. He feels poison coursing through his veins, but he shakes it off at the last second. Nunu is not so lucky. Nunu is down. Nunu, Nunu, Nunu actually feels great. They feel great. They push through the woods. They they push through the woods. They conquer the monsters. They face Dracula. And then everything just goes white. And they realize that they've been living in a bee-poison-induced hallucinogen state for hours now. No, no. So Steve, too, and Rihanna push through the woods. Somebody make I, me an intelligence roll. I feel like there's like this weird moment where they accidentally touch hands, mm. and it's a little weird because maybe maybe Steve too and Rihanna was my OTP. We'll see. Yeah, like it's a little weird because it's gonna Rihanna take a lot. Still has feelings for Joe, but but Steve too is moving in. Uh, oh, that's a nat one. I don't know. Who, I guess Steve well, too. Make me roll me one for Rihanna then. Uh, that's a, a hmm. sixteen. Hmm. Great, Rihanna. Joe sees nothing. In fact. <laughs> Joe fall or Steve too falls down a hill. He falls down a hill into some mud, ass first, and it looks like he pooped his pants. Um, Rihanna sees a small path, sees like a small cobblestone path in the woods. She sees that it pushes on. She fa- you have found the there's there's two paths. One of them is a cobblestone path above ground, and the other is an underground path into the barrows. Well, I think Rihanna, who whose heart is really with Joe, doesn't even like she doesn't care that Steve is gone. Uh, like we he all catches, he catches up a moment later. He just, it's uh, just em, it's just embarrassing. Yeah, but he she like doesn't even like she doesn't even like oh Steve wait no she like her heart's with Joe so she instantly goes down the cobblestone because she's a noble so mm-hmm. like she doesn't want to get any more dirty than she already yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, right. So you follow down the cobblestone and you have found. The, the long, the hidden estate of the Van Helsing family. You actually find in there, you open it up, and you find a, a plus one chain whip. Okay. The, the, the legendary whip of the family. Uh, and it deals an additional, it deals, it deals uh, 1d6 damage plus 1d6 fire damage. And as you pulled it in your hands, Steve 2 uh, comes in, sees the whip, and is immediately greeted by, So you think that you think that you can stop me? <laughs> the eyes of Dracula have come upon you. <laughs> Roll initiative. Oh boy! So let's see. Let's see. Steve. It is gets time for the final battle. Steve two gets a big old four. Or no, right. two. He gets a big old two. Come on, Rihanna. You got the big weapon here. You don't fail me now. You got a seven. Okay. Well, they both got. Well, he got an eight. So he is gonna go first. He's gonna move on Rihanna as the wielder of the chain whip. Oh boy. Come on, you can push through this. Come on. Yep. Ha! He he just stares at you for a like he <laughs> he taunts you. He sort of starts mono he act he starts monologuing. He starts 
I've been alive for 1400 years. You believe that two peasants can stop me? You I are fools. <laughs> and it is now Rihanna's turn. So, so Rihanna is going to attack with the chain whip. All right. Uh, she knows that. Oh, boy. Let's Good. see. Roll it. Yeah, let's re-roll that. Let's see. Uh, Rihanna gets a, uh, what's that, plus strength? Yeah. She gets a nine. All right. That is not enough to hit Dracula. Oh, boy. So so uh, Steve seeing this, you know, instead of, like, he's interested in the monologue. Right. Like, he's into story big time. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, he sees the, 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 the whip miss, so he's going to go with his hammer uh, and get a 19? That actually... 19. That actually hits. <laughs> he's going to get a 19, and he's going to do two, two damage. damage. Great. Great, great, great. Um, you hit him with the hammer square in the back of the head, and it caves in a little bit. But then you see it heal. Oh, boy. As though some of your damage, as though some of your mundane weapon damage has merely dissipated. Steve. Almost as though it requires something more magical to yeah. harm Dracula. Yeah, Steve, yeah. You got a... Make me an intelligence roll, Steve. Steve, you got a oh nine a twenty. A 20. Oh my goodness! So Steve has actually found. Steve is scrambling and he's up against the wall and he pulls on a book and a doorway opens and he finds the secret library. Oh, he finds the secret library. You spend a moment looking around and you find a scroll on it. Yes, you find a scroll. Roll me another intelligence roll. And he gets an eleven with that one. Okay. Uh, there are there are a number of spells on here, but you only recognize one, but you're not entirely sure what it does. You can use it on your next turn or not. Right. It's on your call. Dracula is going to continue moving on on Rihanna. Gets a 12. Oh, that hits. All right. Maybe 10. Five damage. She's still up and running, though. She's Seriously? still good. Wow, okay. She's still yeah. good. He, he, he absorbs some of your life energy and powers him and power and feels more powerful. It is now Rihanna's turn. She, she shakes it off. She's hurt, but she shakes it off, and she gets a 14. A 14 will not hit. Oh, she, oh, she, she, she got close. Got very it close. is Steve's turn. What does he do? Steve is going to take – yeah, he's going he's gonna to wing it. He's not going to even think about it. He's going to try to see what this spell does. He's going to cast the spell on the scroll. In an instant, daylight fills the room. You have cast a daylight spell. And you know what vampires hate? They hate daylight. Daylight. So uh, Dracula is immediately repulsed. He reverts to his gaseous form and dissipates. It is quiet for a very long time. Another group of, another group of commoners enter into Dr Castle Dracula to find the entire thing abandoned. Dracula is not dead. Not this time, but he's quiet for now. And I think at, at this point, Rihanna like has a twinkle in her eye for Steve I too. She, now. I think I think yeah. so. I think so. Yeah, like I think Steve and Rihanna both love both become level one adventurers. <laughs> yeah, like like she doesn't even remember Joe at this point. Yeah, Joe's Joe was Joe's. Yeah, see, here's the thing though. Season one, Joe, like that was that was the ship, <laughs> but now I'm really feeling Steve too, Rihanna. <laughs> And that's game for All now, right. for to be continued. Oh boy, that was fun. That was Kevin. Thank you so much for coming back. Thank you. I gotta say this compared to Doctor Who, like I love the Doctor Who game, but this is like so fast paced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I I love Dungeon Crawl for oh that very God. reason. It's just slaughtering people. Yeah, it's like and like Ugh. I could totally could have totally lost the whole game and like wow, amazing. I think this is yeah. my favorite one. That was that was super fun. Yeah. Ugh. 
Well, real quick, before we wrap up, I've got some sponsors I want to rethink. Thank you again to Bridge Set Sound, Wildfire Radio, Zencaster, Fireball Printing, Telest, Spearman, Tattooed Moms, and Fuck Cancer. If you like the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. Consider leaving us a nice iTunes review, supporting the show on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Party of One Podcast. Fight the forces of fascism every single day. Thank you for listening. Real quick, where can people find your work online? People can find me at Real Awesome Pod on Twitter, at That Nerdy Kev on Twitter. AwesomePodcast.com is the best place to go. And uh, my last message for your show here is a big thank you for being oh, a part of, course. of thank you. This, was a this blast. live event. Uh, this, was a, this was a blast. Thank you so much for listening. And party on. And then this is where I play the theme, but it, it locked. <laughs> Well, you have to put that in that post anyway. <laughs> never gonna die. No one